from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a middle-aged software developer. What would you do and how much would you be willing to spend to reverse aging and maintain a sort of teenage body throughout your life? Teenage body? Yes. Like, but your face looks older? So Brian Johnson, he's 45 years old. He spends $2 million a year to get an 18-year-old body, an 18-years-old body. So he is worth, oh my God, like so much money. So in the in his mid-30s, he sold his payment processing company to eBay for $800 million in cash. Woo! Okay? Get that money. So his daily routine now, now he's all about maintaining youth. So his daily routine, he says, gives him the heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and the lung capacity of an 18-year-old. He has a team of 30 doctors 30? and regenerative regenerative health experts overseeing his entire regime. The rest of it, though, seems pretty normal. So he said his goal is eventually to have all major organs, including his brain, liver, kidneys, teeth, skin, hair, penis, and rectum function as they did when he was in his late teens. The initiative that he calls Project Blueprint requires him to be a strict vegan. His entire calorie intake for a full day is 1,977. No. Okay. Calories per day, under 2,000 calories per day, a daily exercise regime that lasts only one hour, but then high-intensity exercise three times a week and going to bed at the same time every single night. He says he wakes up at 5 o'clock in the morning, takes two dozen supplements, works out for an hour, drinks green juice laced with creatine and collagen, okay, and brushes and flosses his teeth while rinsing with tea tree oil and and antioxidant gel. Before bedtime... Johnson wears glasses that block out the blue light. I know a lot of people that do that. Mm -hmm. He also constantly monitors his vital signs and undergoes monthly medical procedures to maintain his results, including ultrasounds, MRIs, colonoscopies, and blood tests monthly. Obsessive much? While sleeping, he's hooked up to a machine that counts the number of nighttime erections he gets. Wow. <laughs> he also... <laughs> he, <laughs> he also... What's the name of that machine? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he also takes daily measurements... Does it help with sleep apnea? Of his, of his weight, <laughs> body mass index, body fat, you blood glucose levels... <laughs> If I order the next sixteen in the next sixteen hours, can I get delivered tomorrow at five p.m.? I don't know. They don't say what the machine is. This brother has trouble sleeping. Okay, okay. Is there a barcode on that thing? There's no link. Zoom in. No. There's no link to buy. There's no. There's no link. I went to his website. There's no shop now. Uh-huh. Okay, there's Click the no, link below. There's Get no discount code. No. Save 10% right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. 
Brian Johnson. Yeah. Save ten percent now. Just use the promo code Johnson ten. <laughs> okay. Anyway. First of all. Two that million, is a lot of work to go through, man. Two million dollars. That's his whole life now, though, because he said that when Even he was still. when he was a tech mogul, he was going through depression. He was overweight. <sighs> he felt too stressed. He felt that his life was spiraling out of control. And then he's one of these guys that just made a ton of money, sold his company for eight hundred million dollars, and decided, you know what, I'm going to do? I'm going to reverse all the bad things that happened to me uh, when I was stressing to become a millionaire. Also, monitor my nighttime erections with this machine. <laughs> Use promo code Justin10 to save 10% right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, vented moments, a fan favorite. I'm going to need this. <laughs> a fan favorite. Uh, vented moments, the way that this goes and how it started was that you got to get something off your chest. And oftentimes you can't say these things to your family or your coworkers or the people that know you. And sometimes maybe you want to be anonymous and you just got to vent and you want it on a large platform so enough people can hear you. And we just decided to give up our show uh, and our audience to anybody who wants to come on and just vent about anything. At any point, you can reach out to the Razamoka show. Yep. Or what you could do is wait for... Damn it, Maury, to run up on you on the streets. Oh. Because that's exactly what he did. And he found a whole lot of people that had a whole lot of venting to do. Oh, yes, vented moments on the road. Okay, something you're holding in, let it go. Uh, It really drives me crazy when my husband leaves his shoes and boots right um, at the entrance to the doorway. So let me just interject here and say that the theme for today, yes, that David Moore's been asking folks is what is something about your spouse oh. that drives you nuts oh, that you've been holding in? Seems unfair. But where else are you supposed to leave them? You don't want him trucking them through the, the living room. I want him to move them to the side because when you open the door, it hits the shoes and the door gets stuck. Mm. And have you ever expressed your anger? I have, but to no avail. Okay, vented moments on the road. Your turn. Go ahead. My girlfriend says that food she doesn't like are allergies when, in fact, she's just a picky eater. (laughs) She lies to you? She lies blatantly. Have you ever addressed this? Happy wife, happy life. Hi there. Um, Yeah, something that drives you crazy about my partner is when we're in the middle of a conversation, it's like he's blank, and then he'll go look at something else, and it's like I'm talking to a wall. Maybe it's you? Maybe, are you boring? No, I'm not boring. He just... (laughs) He has a lot of work stuff. I get it, but it's maybe so you're talking, and then what? He just like he glazes over. Yeah, like he'll be like right back to his computer. Like I just like, we'll be in the middle of a conversation. Then partway through, I'm just like, oh okay. Oh no, it sucks. <laughs> um, I would tell my wife that she needs to stop leaving clutter all over the house. It's really annoying, especially on the kitchen counter. Um, I mention it every now and again. And it's usually books. It's usually mail. Um, and then other things, you know, when she goes shopping, it's a lot of like shopping bags and whatever she wow. recently purchased. <laughs> She'll uh, leave it on the kitchen counter. Uh-huh. And it's kind of annoying when you're trying to cook and things like that. Okay. Right. So when we get into a big fight, he ends up speaking in Spanish and I have no idea what he's talking about. And it just frustrates me to the, to no end. So that's probably what makes me the most mad. After this long, have you not learned any of the words or tried to figure it out? So you know what he is saying? 
No, I just I just try to ignore it and just hope the fight goes away. Okay, something that bothers you about him that you've been holding in. I can't wait for this. Go ahead. He eats too damn much. Oh. What do you mean? Elaborate. Well, I have to cook breakfast. I have to cook brunch. I have to cook lunch. <laughs> I have to cook dinner and snack. So that's my pet brunch. peeve. But aren't you supposed to eat those things? Not every two hours. You can eat dinner, but not every two hours. But he's a great guy. What kind of food is he eating? What are you making? He will start his day off with a breakfast sandwich. Mm. Then he will mm. go into probably some snacks. Mm-hmm. And then lunchtime, you probably have to cook a full-on meal. Because that's like um, with some chicken, some rice, some oh side God. orders. <laughs> and then he doesn't want that same thing for dinner. So you have to cook something else. Maybe some homemade spaghetti or something like that. And then some tea for nighttime before he goes to bed. <laughs> it's man, I guess. It's a man thing. And the fact that he puts on no weight and I'm here eating and indulging with this food. And then I put on weight and I'm like, can't get it off. But he's like fit. Girl, you look fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> Who has breakfast, brunch, lunch, and dinner? Yeah. And Who? snacks in between. Who has breakfast, brunch, and lunch? Brunch is supposed to cancel out breakfast and lunch. Thank you. Was he training for the Olympics? <laughs> First he has breakfast, then he has brunch, then he has lunch. <laughs> and then he doesn't want leftovers. <laughs> no leftovers. So brand new meal oh for my dinner. Oh, that poor woman. Uh, so thank you to everyone woman. on the streets for taking part in Roz and Mocha's Vented Moments. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So we've read this headline now a few times uh, in the show leading up to this, and uh, uh, Marcella is on hold. Uh, that headline again, woman found out she was married to her cousin while pregnant with his child. Damn. <laughs> Marcella, how you doing? It's Ross and Mocha. Hello, hello. I'm great. Good morning. Uh, thank you for taking time to join us today. So that headline, huh? Woman found out she was married to her cousin while pregnant with his child. I'm in the tabloids. Who knew? Jeez. Right? Have you seen Crazy. all the uh, all the articles with uh, various headlines similar to that? I don't know that I've seen all of them. I've okay. seen a few. How did you marry your cousin? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. You know, we we met through mutual friend, and uh, we've been married almost five years. Uh-huh. And we were pregnant and looking for a baby name, and looking through our family history, and realized we have the same great great grandpa. <laughs> oh, no. So. <laughs> oh no! But like, when you guys go to family functions and stuff, aren't like the same people there? <laughs> And don't people say, like, Yo. you know you guys are related, right? Like, well, how has this never come to, up? Well, because if you were to actually look at, like, how the family tree is structured, you realize, like, these are two separate families. Like, right. you know, a married woman gets a different name, and then she goes on to be part of the other man's family. Right. So really, there was no association between the families. So are you like, what are you, second, third cousin, something like that? We're third cousins. Okay. Third my, cousins. Honestly, my favorite comments are the ones that are like, ah, eh, that's far enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the ones I'm like, okay, okay, we're good. <laughs> oh, my God. But okay. even, even when you and your husband, a.k.a. your third cousin, even when you got married, right, were like mm-hmm. family members not like there or like ones who knew of each other not there? No, we this is both our second marriage and we just 
got married in a courthouse. Oh. Like, with her mom and dad and our kids. So there was no wedding. Gotcha. Did, did, yeah. you, did you grow up in, like, the same place kind of thing? Like, was there a chance that even as, no. ki- that even as kids, maybe you ran into each other? No, no. He was, like, from Minnesota, and I'm an Air Force brat. So there was no growing up in the same place. Oh, okay. So, so you moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So the odd, you have to be astonished by the odds that living those two <laughs> lives that you would wind up marrying your own cousin. Yeah, it's, it's super strange. I mean, I think the strangest thing was we went to a town called Clawson, which is like a nothing town. It's dead. There's nothing there except for historical, tiny kind of pioneer buildings. And I went because I wanted to see my grandpa's history. And as we're there, I realized, oh, this this is your history, too. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Your ancestors. Wow. Like, this is our family. Uh, we're, we're talking so. to uh, uh, Marcella Hill, who uh, found out she married her cousin while she was pregnant with his, uh, with his child. Third cousin, by the way. Yeah, let's just say cousin, though. It reads better. <laughs> Third, Third cousin. <laughs> I mean, I know cousin sounds fun, but... So when you found out that uh, you and your husband are actually third cousins and then pregnant with a child, did you go to the doctor and... and was there any tests that you could do or any questions that you could ask to find out if the baby was going to be okay, if everything was going to be safe? I mean, honestly, at first we're sitting on the couch looking at each other like, uh, what have we done? Like, should we, <laughs> should we not be here? You know, and we just Googled like what happens, like what are the effects? Like, is there a danger? Like yeah. what, you know, what are we looking at? Yeah. And if you Google it, thanks to Google, right? Because Google's always exactly accurate. Um, it says that surely enough, third cousins make the perfect gene pool. So we're like, sweet, we're solid. Hey, weren't uh, weren't Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip third cousins? Were they? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah, they were. They were. They lasted a long time. Um, this is such a f- <laughs> one. Uh, why go public with this when you don't have to? Um, it's always just been a really funny joke at parties. It's never been like this really inappropriate, bizarre thing. It was just kind of funny. Everyone that knows us like knows that we have completely separate families. That it's not strange. You know, it just sounds funny. And honestly, I have this beautiful community on on my social and I just I talk about some heavy things and I thought this will lighten the mood. This will be funny. I'll share this funny story. I I honestly didn't think anything of it. And has anybody approached you guys to do uh, any sort of television stuff or anything like that? Oh, yeah, we've gotten (laughs) I'm like inundated from like everyone across the world from Germany to wow. reality shows. So what, what, kind of re- what kind of reality show? Like what kind of, you know, reality TV? It's trashy. Are they going to like call you like, you know, loving cousins or kissing cousins or something <laughs> like that? Like what kind of spin do they want to take with this? Um, I think they were trying to figure out how many people have married their cousin, you know, oh. trying to do almost like, uh, did you marry your cousin? Know, and then do lots of features from different couples gotcha. on, did they find out later? You right. know, I got right. the perfect name for that show on TLC. Yeah. What up, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh, great. Wow. That's great. And how long have you guys been married now? Tw- almost, almost 12 years. Almost 12 years. And, yeah. how, and how old's the baby now? Oh, she's eight. <laughs> Marcella, thank you so much for uh, for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. We appreciate your time. Of course. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Uh, Academy Award nominations uh, came down yesterday, and one of the great moments with uh, Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams when they were reading out the nominations uh, is when they were doing Best Animated Short. So here is uh, Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams. I'm now the nominees for Best Animated Short Film. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. The Flying Sailor. Ice Merchants. My Year of Dicks. Wow, I've heard of that one. Interesting. And an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. <laughs> oh, oh boy, Riz Ahmed. So he went from my year of dicks to uh, an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. Uh, my year of dicks is uh, uh, directed by an Icelandic director, Sarah Gunnarstordi-Tori. It's a very Icelandic last name. And uh, Pamela Ribbon, uh, who has credits on Moana and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, my year of dicks is uh, adapted from Pamela's memoir called Notes to Boys and Other Things I Shouldn't Share in Public, and it's inspired by her own experiences coming of age in the early 90s. Uh, the official My Year of Dicks Twitter account said, uh, we're so grateful for the nomination and our and, and from our animation community and for this chance to share such a personal story of awkward teenage wonder with a worldwide audience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then they followed that up with, uh, if... If just announcing our title can get that level of giggles, thank you, Riz and Allison. We can't wait to see what'll happen when you watch the film. So, now, when uh, that happened during the nomination segment, right? Yes. I didn't see it happen. Right. My year of dicks. Yes. When Riz Ahmed said that, yes. what was the look on his face? <laughs> like, Did he have any reaction I at mean, all? he's a cool guy, but it was like, it was, there was confusion. Okay. Right? There was absolute confusion, and then they brought him from my year of dicks right into an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. Right. So my this- year of dicks. <laughs> right? And then <laughs> congratulations. Awkward, awkward, awkward. Yes. And then he's like, you got to be kidding me. And then he gets. And an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. <laughs> Your dream is to read these things and then that's the clip that will be forever with you. And you know oh, the people no. who uh, put those together, put those two in that order for a reason. Because yes. you are like, okay, first of all, we're going to have him say my year of dicks. And people are going to be like, oh my God, what? <laughs> and the only thing you can follow that up with is an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. <laughs> my year of dicks. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello, Lori. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Great. How are you? Good. Oh, man. Read your text, and I could not wait to hear the rest of this story. <laughs> Here's what Lori <laughs> sent into us, Roz. I was on a first date with a guy I met at the gym. Ooh. He was in chef school, so he promised me an amazing dinner. Well, I arrived so I could watch him cook, and he was bragging about his knife skills. Oh, no. And then what happened, Lori? And then he was doing, like, you know what they do in the Japanese restaurants where they do chopping and then throw one up and a little bit more chopping and throw it up? Yeah. And uh, they're big knives, too. And then I'll have to add that it was in the summer, so I was just wearing, like, a like a sandal. Okay. And he was tossing and tossing, and then it went, like, straight up. And if you could imagine in slow motion, it just went up, and it went straight down into my foot, and it stuck sticking out. The knife? Yeah. Oh, my oh God. no. 
So this guy who's bragging that he's like this amazing chef is starting doing knives, doing knife tricks in front of you, and one of the knives. He doesn't catch it and it hits your foot? Right down. And it didn't just hit and bounce off like it stuck in. (laughs) (laughs) On which foot? Left or right? It doesn't matter. But just on your right foot. I'll never forget. Which part of the foot? Like up by the the ankle Uh, or down by the toes? No, no. Like before, when the toes start. Before the toes start. Okay. Like right through the bone? Did it go through the bone or did Uh, it miss bones? No, between on the tendons. Between. Oh, and then went through, went through your mind immediately. I'm not going on this date anymore with this guy. Okay. Who took the knife out of your foot? <laughs> Me. What did you do? You just reached down or did you move from that oh, area and sit oh, or what did you do? No, just down and pulled out. Quick. D- okay. okay. Did you scream? Were you crying? Did it hurt? No. I mean, assume it uh, hurt. Yes. How much yeah. were you bleeding? How much it were you bleeding? after. Not that much. What? It comes, it comes after. It comes after. Like the food, I guess, doesn't have so much blood like some other places. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what happens next? Like the you go to the hospital, I assume. So I went to the hospital. Yep, and um, they. Well, I ended up getting one of those boots. You know the boot. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, I know the boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he take you to the hospital, or you ran solo? Oh. Oh, no, he takes me. Of okay. Course. So he did you, me. when you went to the hospital, obviously they ask you what happened. Did you tell the truth or did you lie a little bit? I said I dropped it. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Lori, why would you do that? Listen, that's a difficult thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's a difficult thing. Like, the, like I don't know what the protocols are. Like, maybe if you say, hey, this guy accidentally stabbed me. Oh, like, you know, right. like, do they have to call the cops yeah. at no, this no, point? They, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Did, was it, did you get to enjoy the meal or no, it was don't done? No meal. No, no meal. No, you oh, didn't no. Get, so you was, had a knife in the and foot. After, I was nice, like nice, nice, nice. But then I, we, we didn't have any more dates and any more meals. Oh. No, but what was the conversation at the hospital or like, what was he saying to you throughout the whole time? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like a lot of I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. What was yeah. he making? And I felt bad. Do you remember? Um, it was like, yeah, like a, like a sort of a grilled steak mm. slices, I guess you damn. can say. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Wow. So now you're at the hospital, <laughs> knife in the foot. Jesus. And you're starving. <laughs> All of a sudden, I wasn't hungry anymore. Oh, okay. What did you wrap it with on the way to the hospital? Did you like put a cloth on it or something? Uh, gauze and then like the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, like a god. Did he, like, you didn't yell at the guy? You didn't call him lousy or anything like that? No. I, no, huh? I should have, but I didn't. Okay. So did you say to him, like, you know, we're not never going to see each other again? Or did he try to ask you for, like, a do-over date? Yeah, he tried to ask me uh, later on, but um, I just said, like, I'm just, uh, I'm just recovering right now. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how long was it until he stopped uh, reaching out to you? Uh, not long. Not long. Right away. Yeah, he got yeah, it. You don't recover. It. You he don't recover from right that. Yeah. Do you know if Who he's knows? still a chef yeah. or did he just like stop? I don't stop even the dream. know, but I sometimes when I go out to dinner and yeah. I, I think, oh my God, I wonder who's cooking. Oh, <laughs> do you think God. he does this to like all his dates? <laughs> what? Not the knife in the foot, but cook like with the knife. Oh, I'm sure that's his move and it just went horribly wrong. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he does. I'm oh. sure he's like, let me cook for you, girl. Throwing the <laughs> knife up and down. I'm sure that that's worked before too. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he. I don't think he stabs all his dates. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, thank you for sharing that story, Lori. Oh, no problem. Love you guys. Damn. I'll be right back. Have a wonderful day. Okay, you too. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. How's your shoulder? Oh, 
so messed up, bro. Yeah, okay. Um, what you, was it your collarbone, right? Is that what it was? Like the, the yeah. attachment between your collarbone and like your shoulder bone or something like that? You mm. were, he was out BMXing with his son and went over a jump and hit a wall. Is that pretty much it? That's exactly yeah, that's what happened. that's exactly what happened? Yeah. And so you had a sling on for about a week. Yeah. And now no sling. No, I was at the fracture clinic yesterday. Yeah. And um, there's a part of my shoulder, the bone. Yeah. That is permanently kind of sticking out yeah. now, and it's gonna stay that. They told me it was gonna stay that way forever. Yeah, I was like, "Is this part here? Is it normal?" And they're like, "No, no." And I was like, "Can you like push it down?" And I'm like, "No." Yep, it's just gonna heal that way. Yeah, be that way forever. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. So I got to deal with it. Isn't that crazy? But I'm, guys. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm in a lot of pain Are you? today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you on anything? No, I I was taking like extra strength Tylenol for. I don't know, for like six, seven days. Yeah. And I thought maybe today will be the day I don't need the Tylenol. Yeah. Oh, man. Mistake. Yeah, my shoulder is really hurting today, guys. <laughs> yeah. it's can I, can I give rough, you a massage? No, you can't no, touch no, that. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's no, like, no, it's no. just sore, reaching, like putting on my headphones today. I know, everything. Yeah. I have to lean to one side. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the worst. It's going to be that way for a while, too. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They Wait. told me that, um, that, um, recovery time like i'm gonna be able to start physio this week yeah but they said recovery is anywhere from like four to six to maybe even eight weeks hey what? but physio's fun no physio's not fun like it's like a free massage no that's not physio what no oh, physio's what not about? fun at all because when i got hit by a car i remember i had to go get a massage you really? didn't get hit by a car you were even hurt Okay. You scammed insurance. <laughs> you scammed insurance for a new jacket and yes. a leg rub. You went to physio because you filed a claim and you needed a new jacket, so you had to go to physio to to prove, quote unquote, that you were hurt. I was very bruised. I understand what Mocha's going through. Okay, I will Please. say this, Mocha, if it makes you feel any better. When years ago, when I broke my shoulder skateboarding, doing something stupid that I was too old to do, mm-hmm. it was about three to four years before I could put a backpack on both shoulders. Years? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Before ah, I could put a backpack. before I'm not before, ready for before that. I could, before I could wear a, like a heavy backpack with stuff in it on both shoulders. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could, I could, but it would hurt within 15 and minutes. And as he said, that was years ago when he was very old. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Maury. Okay. <laughs> Damn, man. I, was, I didn't say I was very old, jackass. I said yeah. I was too old to be skateboarding for the no. first time. <laughs> you about to get okay? hit by a car for right? real today. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I hope to God you still have that physio number. <laughs> You're going to need it, Holmes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Ever since Andrew Tate, you know that guy? The oh. social media guy? Douchebag, yeah. <laughs> With the weirdo face? Uh-huh. <laughs> he's got a weird Isn't face. Isn't he in jail now? I think so. I thought he was out, and then I guess he's still in the joint. I don't even know. Shem but uh, 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 is, is he out, Shem? What's no, going on? No, no, he's, he's still not. In jail. Okay. So what happened? Was he so, trafficking? I don't know. I, I don't know. If he was, keep him in there. Yeah. Um, he's like pro bro, right? Yeah. But ever since he sort of went away, there was this vacuum on social media where there's a lot of other guys sort of now stepping up to kind of fill mm. that void. And. You know, what does it mean to be a man and the dynamics between women and then a lot about money? Because he was always going on about his cars and stuff like this, right? And so there's this vacuum where he's no longer, because he got kicked off social media and then he got thrown in jail, where there's a need for that 
content, I guess, from people. And so there's a bunch of guys out there now who are trying to sort of fill that void, mm. right? The douche void? The douche void, Boy. yes, right? And yeah. it's so insane. But this is something that went viral, and it's the clip of a guy talking about how you should feel ashamed if you're in your 20s and don't have a Lamborghini already. If you're a guy in your 20s and you don't have a Lamborghini, you should actually sit down and have like a serious discussion with yourself as to why you don't have a Lambo. <laughs> yep. Because it's, I realize now that it's so incredibly easy and there's so much money out there and 200 grand relative to what is out there in circulation and what you can grab, especially now with AI tools that you can leverage like never before, 200 grand is Trump change. Man, shut up. You sound like you're recording that in your mom's basement. <laughs> and no proof of this, uh, no proof of his own wealth, right? No, like, that's none. the thing is that none of these guys are sitting down going, okay, here is my investment portfolio. Here's my this. Here's my this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is how I got this. This is all this. They're just like, it's flex. And then if you don't have this, you should sit down and have a conversation with yourself. Is that what he said to do? Um, anyway, Lambo in your 20s. First of all, I don't even want and a what, Lambo. No, and still live at home with your parents because that's all you can afford? Believe Please. me. Well, no, I don't think there's anybody living. I mean, maybe there is somebody living at home with their parents who has a, who also has a Lambo. But in order to get a Lambo, first of all, when I see young guys driving Lambos, I'm like, least. Mm. You know, not that yeah. there's anything wrong with leasing a car, but leased yeah. or rented. Like sure. when you see them in music videos and stuff like this, oh, right? So Some, even sometimes you see the sticker on the back or like the license, the 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 the, the case around the license plate where you see the rental company, With the barcode right. in the window. Yes, yes, yeah, where yeah, you see yeah. the where you see the rental company. But Lambo in your twenties is where we are now. This is the like this is what people are dying for. This is what they what people need to hear. I'm a proud that. Yaris owner. <laughs> I could barely afford. To buy food court money right. in my twenties, right? Yeah, and man, I'm not. I'm not saying that there's not money out there to be made. Maybe these guys are. I have no sure. idea. I'm not in that world where I can use AI to make money. First there's, of all, when he says that that there's so much money to be made with AI tools, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, teach me that. Right? Teach? Yes. Right. What does is AI Lambo doing? Count? Can the, you buy a the last Lambo? time? The last time I saw I don't somebody think exists like that. More. The last time I saw somebody doing AI, it was just when people were turning themselves into comic book characters. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> like to, to say that there's money to be made off AI is so confusing to me. I guess that's why I'm old. I also guess that's why I didn't have a Lambo in my 20s. If you're right? a guy in your 20s and you don't have a Lamborghini, you should actually sit down and have like a serious discussion with yourself a as to why you don't have a Lambo. Yep. Because it's, I realize now that it's so incredibly easy and there's so much money out there and 200 grand relative to what is out there in circulation and what you can grab, especially now with AI tools that you can leverage. Like never before, 200 grand is chump change. Well, chump please, change! Please teach us, King Douche. Chump change! Teach us! Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, gang, we are less than a month away from Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Coming in clutch to hook you up, IKEA is now offering mm. a three course Valentine's Day dinner. Oh, tell me more. Locations right across Canada. $39.99. For two? For two. Oh, come Very on. Very affordable. Uh, each ticket includes a starter, a main dessert, and a mocktail. However, you can get an alcoholic beverage for an extra charge. Mmm. Your starter, your main, you can get uh, meatballs. Mm hmm. They're famous meatballs, of course, right? Mm hmm. With spiced potatoes served with fresh herbs. Mmm. 
You can also get, uh, oh, sorry, on top of that, you get uh, pea salad with turmeric uh, sour cream sauce. Pea salad? Yeah. Never heard just of like, such a like thing. Sounds like a peas? bowl of peas yeah. to me. Okay. Never had a pea salad before. <laughs> you can also get, uh, I guess. It doesn't even sound no, good. It doesn't no, sound good. not at all. Right? Listen, guys, it's $39.99. What you want? Right? And that's for two. You can get, um. Come on now. Plant balls. <laughs> okay, pea salad oh. and plant balls. <laughs> plant balls with curry cauliflower, lime and coconut sauce, served with green bees, uh, green beans, and red pepper salsa. You can also get this right at Tim Moore's house. Yeah. Salmon. I love their salmon's amazing. <laughs> Shut up, man. It's like boiled yeah. salmon with a cream sauce. Uh, <laughs> boiled uh, salmon from IKEA. <laughs> boiled salmon. Please. I'd rather eat one of the dressers <laughs> that they have on display. It's like boiled and then steamed. No. It's boiled and then steamed. That's so gross. <laughs> you can't do it. Come on. Someone. First of all, I think that you're wrong about that. Uh, I don't so think do that I. I don't think somebody boiled something and then steamed something. No. Well it's boiled oh, and then they keep like, it in the steamer. Okay, that is that is like <laughs> hey, the, the, does the recipe call to remove anything <laughs> good about what you're about to eat? <laughs> First, yeah. okay. What yeah. is step? What is step one here? Uh, destroy the salmon. Okay, I can do. I can do. How do I do that? Boil it and then steam it. I'd rather them steam a malm dresser and give me a fork and knife and say good luck. But it's smothered in holiday sauce. Holiday sauce. Yeah. What the hell is holiday sauce? It's a creamy thing. You mean hollandaise? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Plant balls and what was it? Uh, curry cauliflower and pea lime, what? Uh, lime and coconut sauce served with pea green salad. bees and uh, red pepper salsa, and then salmon served with vegetable varmazelli, yeah, Szechuan vegetables, yeah, and sautéed sesame coriander sauce. All that underneath the uh, fluorescent IKEA lights. Underneath, yeah, yeah they won't even dim the lights. <laughs> no, you can't, <laughs> no. right? <laughs> anyway, so that's what IKEA's got going on for Valentine's Day. Uh, affordable date night is what they're calling My it. My dad would go to this. Three-course meal for $39.99. That is a reasonable price, though. I will say that. Now, do you have to make reservations? Because I imagine... You have to buy tickets in advance, Because yeah. here's what I fear, though, right? Is that it's going to be a huge success just because influencers want to go yeah. and do Valentine's Day there for the gram, right? Like, that's... Oh like, my god! I, I don't think anybody's reasonably going to be bringing their, their sweetheart to Ikea for Valentine's Day. David Moore, guess what you're doing on Valentine's Day? You and Frank... Going. You and Frank, you want Maury to spend Valentine's Day with, I be with my dad? husband? No, because you said that Frank would so be into this. <laughs> my, no, my dad loves IKEA, like the food. Okay. You want Maury to ditch his husband and spend Valentine's Day with his father? Yeah. At I think IKEA? my dad's with Donna <laughs> and, and, and record, <laughs> record. That's, that's, bro, that's not, not going to happen. That's record not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I think that. What if he went with Matthew? Will you surprise? Do you have Matthew? Valentine's Day plans, Maury? No, Come absolutely on, not. They don't. No, absolutely not. Wow, okay, that is what if like... You told, what if you told... <laughs> I know, absolutely not. I'm not going down that road. No, I know. No, no, no I meant like, we always <laughs> just go with the flow. <laughs> no, what about if you surprised Matthew and said that you're taking care of Valentine's <laughs> dinner? Like, you yeah. got everything all planned out, and you're going to yeah. surprise him, and then you blindfold him. <laughs> Done. Yeah? I'll bring him to Ikea. Right. Buy these tickets before they, they sell out, man.
I'm on it. I'm clicking. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, um, be- how many times have you said that, eh, Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Julia Fox, if you don't know who that is, she was briefly with Kanye and tried to max out her 15 sort of minutes um, in like the weirdest ways possible. She would just put these outfits together and like, I've never seen somebody capitalize on their, on, on like a, a good 15 minutes. Did as, you know? As oddly as Julia Fox did. Fun fact, did yeah. you know that she was uh, Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Jams? Yes, and she was also in Uncut Jams. Uh, um, it's like she's an actor, like she's oh. talented, but uh, but it's just after the whole Kanye thing, it was just so wild. People like, know her now from the what the skip the dishes ads. Yeah, she's yeah again like capitalizing on it. Like why why not? But but Uncut she yeah. she, went, <laughs> she went on uh, on TikTok, I guess it was, and gave an apartment tour and. Her apartment is just like, I don't want to say underwhelming, right? But it's it's maybe the most normal looking apartment tour that any celebrity has ever given. First of all, her place is a mess, yeah. right? Like, like make your bed, girl. Like, like pick a, up the stuff off the floor. It's a tiny little New York apartment that mm-hmm. she has, lives with her, her kid. It looks like the starting <laughs> of is. like... Like almost like you're you're gonna have a, a hoarding problem in about a year. Yes, it is. It is a mess. But anyway, so here's uh, here's Julia Fox, and then we'll discuss. Okay, I never thought in a million years that I would do this, but I do believe in maximum transparency, and so I'm gonna give you guys an apartment tour. And I know I'm gonna get roasted and whatever, but hopefully. Uh, maybe someone can watch this and be like, okay, well, maybe I'm not doing so bad. <laughs> um, so we can start in my bedroom, which is the living room. Yep. So, yeah, I put my bed here in the living room so I could turn my bedroom into a little playroom for Valentino. Um, I know I have that clothing rack there that I really need to get rid of. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is so Valentino. Valentino hangs out. And, oh, this is my nostalgia mirror. Um, that's Valentino when he was born. That's my friend Harmony who passed away. That's my friend Jana who passed away. And there's a little <laughs> bit of her ashes in this wow. urn. Yes. And this ashes. is my kitchen area. Don't judge me. I know. Oh, cotton candy machine. I know it's really messy. I also have shoe boxes in the kitchen, which is very <laughs> common for New Yorkers. Wow. For me personally, I just, I don't like excessive displays of wealth. They make me feel <laughs> it, icky, um, you know, especially people that have really big houses. It's just really wasteful when there's so many homeless people in this country. And like, I just, I'm, I'm not really like that. Um, and uh, yeah, we do have a little uh, small mouse problem, but you know, it, it's a it's a problem depending on how you look at it. You know, I kind of let them rock. I appreciate that they um, cl- at night while we're sleeping come out and clean up the crumbs that my son drops on the floor. Jeez. So uh, yeah, I'm not gonna evict the mice anytime soon. Um, yeah. 
the, the most relatable celebrity mm-hmm. home tour ever. Also, she, can I just say, I, I understand the now in hindsight, you don't like the, uh, you know, disgusting displays of wealth. But when Kanye was having racks of clothes brought into that hotel room and yeah. you were jumping on the jet, you were a-okay with it then. I get times change everything else, right? But this may be, and the backlash, the, I didn't say, the reaction to this is so heartwarming from people. Yeah. So no backlash. There's really none. Everybody's be- like, because everybody, what do you say? You can't. No, no, everybody is like, like this you have money. Is, why aren't you living in a mansion? Yes, everybody's like, your place looks like my place. Yes, but are right. We're going to discuss the mice. We have to discuss the mice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think her neighbors may want to say something. Oh, no, too. no, they're they're mice too. They're not yeah. just Julia's mice. Those, they're cleaning up everyone's crumbs. They are cleaning yeah. up everyone's the mice have a job. crumbs. Yes, <laughs> they, they the do. Whole building. Yes, they the do. The whole building. They're like a Roomba. Would you, Mocha, <laughs> yeah. if you had a mouse in the house yeah. and you told Jenna, why don't we just leave it? It'll like come out at night and just like clean up like chip crumbs. <laughs> no. No? Bro, we have mice outside that I have a company come in the... Put those those uh, bait boxes. Yeah, on the outside of the home. Yeah, you don't have any inside. Oh, I would move. No, no, I would move. You, you would move, huh? Oh yeah, in, like in a second. I'm oh, gone. you guys wow. at your place? Yeah. Oh, at the cottage we have mice. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But we have those boxes too. But like every now and then, but like I, in the I, house. Oh yeah. You yeah. don't scream no. and yeah, run some, onto a chair? Sometimes at night you'll 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 hear one, right? Hear one doing what? Scurrying across the counter or something like that. <laughs> the counter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then what do you do the next day? You lice all wipe everything down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You clean it. You clean it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They die. They die. Right? Yeah, they die. Catherine one time grabbed an oven mitt out of the uh, out of the drawer mm-hmm. and flung it like just pulled the oven mitt out of the drawer and like some mice had its babies in the oven mitt and all the babies like oh! fell on the counter. Oh! <laughs> oh! And then what you do? Put them all back. Put them back in yeah. in the oven mitt. Yeah. <laughs> night night babies. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh boy, if you're a hockey fan, tomorrow is the day for you. Sportsnet got you covered. 23rd annual Scotiabank Hockey Day in Canada. Uh, if you're on the East Coast, it all kicks off at 11 a.m. On the West Coast, 8 a.m. But man, this is like I know hockey with this breakfast. is an insane, so insane <laughs> day. I wish they did this every Saturday. I wish hockey was all day Saturday. I know you got to compete with college football for a lot of the year and everything else, but I love the idea that like there's just like noon hockey is so great or even like 11 a.m. or whatever it is. It's just awesome. And I I love I love that they're doing this. I really do. Really do. Um, so Sportsnet's got you covered for Hockey Day in Canada. They're going to be out in uh, in Owen Sound. And, like, a ton of games, like OHL games as well, uh, games from a couple of teams in the Women's League. And then, of course, you have all of the uh, – all seven Canadian teams are going to be playing tomorrow. And in between all of that, they're going to be doing some specials and featuring some of the uh, charitable things that the league and some of the players do. Also putting a focus on uh, Owen Sound, again, where Hockey Day – in Canada is going to be taking place. David Mori caught up with uh, Ivanka Osmak from Love Sportsnet. Her. Love her. And she's taking part in the big day being a hockey fan. I mean, how could you not, right? All right, you got to tell me what makes Hockey Day in Canada such a special event. Lanny McDonald's mustache. <laughs> and, the, and being with the community. It's, uh, it's a great time to celebrate hockey, celebrate being in a community and being out together. And man, after the past couple of years, and not being able to go to Owen Sound and be together for Scotiabank Hockey Day in Canada. It's all about being together. Okay, so why couldn't the hockey player listen to music? Oh, God. Why? 
uh, because he broke a record. Oh, God. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Good oh. one. Okay. <laughs> 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 of course, got to throw in some hockey jokes Man, in there. Like, uh, so all seven... All seven Canadian teams are are competing, are going to be playing tomorrow. You got Winnipeg and Ottawa. Uh, Leafs and Canadians are playing. Uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Calgary Flames are playing. Uh, it's just going to be a, a stack, stack day. And again, um, you know, you got to be excited when you get to see all of the Canadian teams compete, right? Who do you cheer for on a day like this when all of the Canadian teams are playing? Are you allowed to have a favorite? You know what? I cheer for chaos. I cheer for lots of goals, lots of action, and just everything happening. Um, yeah, because how can you, you – all seven Canadian teams are in action. Plus, you've got the ladies playing, Team Adidas versus Team Scotiabank in PWHPA action. So I just cheer for chaos, goals celebrations, penalties, just just all of it mixed in. I think that's a beautiful combination. Now, I couldn't talk to you about Hockey Day in Canada without asking you this. Uh, why do hockey players work in bakeries oh. during the off-season? <laughs> oh, I, I give up. Well, they're great at icing the cakes. Oh, God. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> You've got all the... <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Ivanka Osmak from Sportsnet. She is not into any of your uh, jokes. She's just trying to be polite. She sounds like the Joker. (laughs) I cheer for chaos. Uh, One other game I forgot to mention is uh, the one. um, It's uh, Edmonton and Vancouver on the West Coast. That's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern is when that game kicks off on Sportsnet. Hockey Day in Canada is tomorrow on Sportsnet. David Morey talking to uh, Ivanka Osmak from Sportsnet. What do you think Hockey Day in Canada means to Owen Sound? Now, this is putting some real shine on the people and places within Owen Sound. I think it means a community being recognized, being celebrated. It's got such a rich history of, you know, of hockey in general, you know, with the Owen Sound attack and community rally to keep the junior team there back in 2000. And, and I think it's just about celebrating together. Again, the last couple of years... We know what's been going on. We had to cancel last year, and so we're back. And I just think it's it's everyone getting together and and having a fun time. We all have a, a, a hockey story, a community story that we can share and celebrate in. And so that's why it's, it's a perfect event to happen in Owen Sound this weekend. And and you know, I mean, it's important to ask: um, How do <laughs> hockey players stay cool? Um, the fans, the fans. Oh my! You broke the cardinal rule of jokes. You can't tell me oh. the pun. You're like you got to give me. You stole the punchline. <laughs> I thought I was going to get. I, I thought I get a celebration audio or something. Like you did it. Why you would I celebrate oh. you stealing my punchline? Why on earth would I celebrate oh that? You know what? I'm. I think. I think for once, I thought. Ah, I know the answer before he does. Wow, that's like getting chastised for answering a question, right? No, I know. Yeah, I know. Right? And also, more, you do that all the time to people. All the time. Uh, Hockey Day in Canada takes place tomorrow on Sportsnet. That is uh, Ivanka Osmak, who's going to be a big part of the day. 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern is when everything kicks off on Sportsnet. Um, before, David Mori, I, I have to uh, get you to play probably the most important question that was asked to Ivanka Osmak from Sportsnet. Go ahead. So between Mocha and Shem, who do you think will yeah. win in a foot race? Ooh, Shem. 
Can I say? Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, I have faith in Shem. Why is that? Because he's a cool dude, but so is Mocha. Wow. I mean, they're both, ah. No, I'm going to go with Shem. My money's on Shem. Wow. I'm playing Yo, for chaos, Mocha too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <I just thought. laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this story. Sure, man. By the way, this is from a website called Thug Life Quebec. <laughs> oh, my God. You have a different internet than I do. <laughs> you really do. I'll send you the link, Sham. You look like you're into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm my attention. That was like the other day I came across uh, 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 like a debate, like a feed, like somebody's feed on, uh-huh. uh, on Instagram where it was a bunch of people talking about growing up, whether BET was channel 49 or 59. Yo! Because I, I, I guess depending on where you lived it, it, and cable package you had and what part of the country, whatever it was, uh, it came in on a different channel and nobody, and minds were blown. But anyway, tell me about Thug Life Quebec, please. 49, Thank by the you. way. Yeah. Okay. 57, actually. 57, yeah. is that yeah. what it was, yeah. Sean? 57? Okay, cool. Um, so there's this restaurant in Quebec that caught someone on their surveillance camera mm-hmm. making four separate trips to the back of their restaurant, dumping garbage into their garbage bins, their garbage and recycling. Oh, like not, not an employee, just no, no, like, no, no, oh, somebody, random, oh, I got you. Right? Yeah, yeah. So what the owner did was go through the garbage mm-hmm. and found the person who dumped all their garbage. Because the woman who dumped the garbage, like in the recycling bags, she had like her Amazon packages. Right. Right. And on the front of the Amazon box, it's got your first and last name, your home address. Right. And she also had left papers in the garbage bins or in the garbage bags that had more of her personal information, including phone number. Right. So the restaurant owner packaged up all the garbage that she had tossed in to his garbage bins at the back of his restaurant, threw them into the back of his pickup truck, mm-hmm. went to her house, dumped them not only on top of her car, oh wow, but yeah. like shoved like underneath her car and like all over the driveway. <laughs> and then took photos and posted online. You know when someone makes four trips from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. to fill our recycling and waste containers and leaves us their name, address, and phone number? Well, we bring back your waste. Long live the surveillance cameras, you geniuses. Have a great day, Valentine, because that's her first name. Right. The woman's name is Valentine. And let me show you. This is the picture that uh, the restaurant owner took after delivering all of the garbage back. Oh, man. To yeah. the homeowner. So she was oh, trying to recycle and put it in a bin, and then the, so the owner was upset, and he went and littered. Yes. Well, no, he returned. By I guess. littered. I guess. I guess he re- he returned. I mean, when you look at it, though. It, yeah. Because, like, I guess the argument... The bags like, are tied up. There's what no... difference does it make if it's in his bin? Like, they're going to get picked up. Because the, you fill his bin, and then he's going to be, like, over capacity, and then yeah. maybe he has to pay more, and I don't know. Who in this room hasn't done the drive at dusk looking for a oh. uh, looking for an empty bin somewhere, either behind a grocery store or some dusk? apartment building? What about during the day? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, who sure, hasn't? No course. sunglasses on. Right? And I even, I even know, like, I have, like, in my head right now, I know which ones that are within, like, say, like a kilometer of my house mm-hmm. that I always have the best shot 
without being seen or getting busted or all this stuff. But you got to be careful. I know. You got to rip those addresses off those Amazon boxes. There's a store in my neighborhood, and I guess maybe people were doing what this woman did, taking their own garbage uh, to the bins. And the store owner just put a chain and lock on the bins. Yeah. Yeah. So no the, one else can get I in. get that a lot in my neighborhood, but there's right. a couple. There's a couple. There's there's a few oh, bins yeah. out there. Am I the only one too? If I rip up an envelope mm-hmm. that has my name and address on it, I take half of it and I put it in the recycling and I take the other half and I put it in the oh, garbage. You don't have a shredder at home? No. Who's got time for a shredder? I ain't got that kind of space in my house for a shredder. They're so oh. small. Come it's on. A, I got a shredder at home. Do yeah, you? It's yeah. Over the garbage what bin. Are you, you got criminals? What do you need a shredder for? For papers, the you know that you don't need people to see. Oh, Maury, nobody cares about your debt. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, season five of the Rookie is on right now. Every oh, Tuesday yeah. night, eight o'clock on CTV. Our good friend Nathan Fillion gave us some time. Actually, gave Damon Maury some time. Mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion. Um, always love hearing from him. Police Officer John Nolan, again, season five. And um, I learned something very interesting after hearing Dammit Maury speak with Nathan Fillion. Okay. Listen to this. Is it true that because of The Rookie, okay, this show has some incredible fans. Fans have written you that they were so inspired by the show that they changed careers to law enforcement, including a priest. That was uh, two stories I heard. One guy thought he was having a midlife crisis. Uh, when he thought he wanted to be a, a police officer, and then he saw the rookie and said, it's not a midlife crisis. It's just a choice made late in life. And he went for it, and he did it. And then I heard another story about, yes, a priest who became a police officer. Both of those pretty intense callings. Clearly, this man is made for service. But my question is then, do you call him father officer or officer father? I would go with father first. Father officer, right? I mean, it depends on what he's doing that day, Fa- I think. Phosopher, Phosopher, <laughs> and then you get arrested for being drunk. I would say it would be Officer Father. Officer Father, yeah, 100%. All now, right. when he says that other guy, when he says late in life, mm-hmm. decided to become a cop, is he talking 35 or is he talking 60? Do you know the story, Maury? Oh, I because, don't know the story, but I, I assume later in life means 60. But you can't pass. Mm. You're not going to pass. Maybe you could at 60, but come on. Who's you got to be in tip-top shape come at on, 60 years old right? to pass that physical, multiple physicals? Come on. Well, there's different, different ilks of <laughs> police, on. I guess. Maybe he's going to be in the, you know, the office. <sighs> uh, Damon Maury talking to Nathan Fillion for uh, season five of The Rookie, by the way. And everything's going great so far, right? Yeah. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Good friend of the show. Yeah. Always gives Been us time. Tons right? of times. And then Dan Mori out here dissing the man. After season one of The Rookie, you went from long sleeves to short sleeves, okay? But at no point between season two and season five did you, like, work out the arms and oh. become swole. Whoa. You would think that if we get to see your arms, you would want to, Whoa. like, work them out more. Okay. First of all, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why weren't you jacked yet? Second, that is me jacked. That's about as jacked as I get. Really? That's the edge of jackness. <laughs> like, so disrespectful. Nathan Fillion is never going to give us time again. That is so disrespectful. I, also, I bet you if I search more his hard drive, there's going to be something called the edge of jackness in there. <laughs> Some movie. In some folder called like 
Christmas shopping list or something like that that nobody's ever going to check. I got to change that now. Important work. Files. Yeah, important work. <laughs> I guarantee it. Oh, give a more dog and Nathan Fillion. Let's play a fun game. Go. Called Police Lingo or Drink. Go. Berries and Cherries. Police uh, lingo. That's or police lingo. Police lingo. Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's the lights. It's the bubble lights. Very good. Very good. Okay, Heaven's Gate. That's a drink. It is coconut rum, spiced rum, orange liqueur, and so much more. It's delicious. It sounds it too. Okay, bolo. That's a police term. And what does it mean? Uh, I want a bolo. It's like an all points bulletin. Be on the lookout. Wow. Okay, duster buster. That's a drink. No, cop lingo. Nylon cord Wait, used to tie it? the feet of a person. What? Oh, wow. Okay. Tie the feet? Why are you tying people's feet up? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Mari. You tell me. What a cop are you? You tell me. Okay, alien nipple. That's a drink. It is. Butterscotch schnapps is in that one. <laughs> okay, smoke pole. <laughs> hey, man, what kind of show is this? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think we both know what that is. Do you? <laughs> That's a drink. No! What? Pop lingo! It's the shotgun. Man, that's insensitive. That's a weapon, sir, and should be dealt with with respect and regarded to as such. Okay, last one for you. Last one for you. Slap your mama. That's a drink. It is, with um, orange juice and spiced rum. Oh, I'll toss in one more. Okay, here we go. Red ball. A red ball is a police lingo. It, yes! Yeah. You know what it is? Oh, it's a high-profile crime. Oh, my God, how'd you know that? Oh, because I watched that uh, Tom Cruise movie where they're looking at the future. <laughs> Minority Report. Amazing. Nathan. We got a red ball. <laughs> Smoke pole. Jesus. <laughs> it's in that folder, too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that secret folder. That is uh, Nathan Fillion, season five of The Rookie. Airs Tuesday nights at eight on CTV. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see um, Shakira's ex? He went public with the girl that he's dating that he cheated on Shakira with. The jam girl? Yes. If you don't know the story, Shakira caught her man <laughs> cheating when she was out of town simply because she went into the fridge and saw jam that was in there that was used that yeah. her kids don't eat jam, her husband does not eat jam. Right. And she wasn't home, so who the hell ate the jam? Right. And it was this guy's side piece. And the reason why it also tipped her off is because another time, I think when Shakira was away, her husband was on like a Zoom meeting and his side piece was there at the home and was like in the background walking around. Right? And then this jam story. But now the guy, the ex, went public with this girl. So really, the two of them huh? are together. Yeah. And then like in a song, because Shakira... Um, she wrote about it too, right? Yeah. She said... Because um, she had like some real like mother-in-law drama as well. Yes. And she says in this song, I wish you good luck with my supposed replacement. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what happened to you. Damn. You were so strange that I can't even distinguish you. I'm worth <sighs> two of 22. Yeah. Because at the time, the girl was 20, the side piece is 22 years old. Yeah. She said, uh, you traded a Ferrari for a Twingo. You traded a Rolex for a Casio. Oh. <laughs> oh bars. Poor Casio. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> why, you gotta, why drag Casio into this all of a sudden? like, yo, we got G-Shock. Come on, man. <laughs> G-Shock is cool. <laughs> 
Oh man, I went through a real G-Shock. <laughs> Did you? Of my life. Yeah, <laughs> like six of them. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a wild story when people go so public with because you're you're not used to it. Like this kind of stuff, right? Like these kinds of details are always like sources say sources close to the couple, yeah. insiders. But it's weird when it comes out so publicly from the individuals, like uh -huh. in a song, like or like even the savagery, like my, like we're gonna play this new Miley Cyrus flower song in a second. Yeah, but like the story was that Miley like announced the album or the song. I can't remember which one of the two. It was recently um, on her ex's birthday, yeah. Liam Hemsworth yeah. on his birthday. Yeah, and then the song was supposed to be like about him because at one point he dedicated the Bruno Mars song If I Was Your Man to her and when you listen to Flowers by Miley Cyrus it's basically a response to Oh is that the connection? Yes. Okay. It's like it's, it's all connected okay. in some way I got because it. a lot of people are like why does Flowers by Miley Cyrus sound so familiar? Yeah. It's because it's uh, it's like Supposedly, Miley hasn't said this, what, what people are saying, and it makes sense, is that it's a response to the song lyrics of When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars. The reason why for that song is because her ex dedicated that song to her at one point. Gotcha. So, because we were all thinking, did Bruno Mars and Miley Cyrus have a thing? Well, right? right? Like, why wouldn't you think that? Like, yeah. oh my God. But I love this drama. Like, I, <laughs> I, when I, heard the, the when I heard the Bloody Jam story... Right, and and that's the kind of thing that somebody comes out and denies immediately. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. Right, I wonder how many people are like out there just putting lines on everything in the house when they go away. Yeah, you know what I mean. See if it was moved. It See, was, uh, yes, yeah, right? right. Which bitch you had in my house? Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Eddie Murphy was on Jimmy Kimmel last night promoting. His Netflix movie, You People, which I cannot wait When's for. When's that come out? Tomorrow. Oh, nice. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Laura, uh, Lauren London, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, David Duchovny. So does uh, something else drops tomorrow, too. Is it the J-Lo movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Shotgun Man. Wedding. Good, good night tomorrow. It's going to be real good. So they're obviously talking to Eddie about uh, all sorts of things, right? And you Eddie Murphy has had, like... You People came out January 20th. No, uh, you people drops tomorrow. tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Oh, apparently it's already out. No. Nope. Tomorrow. Even on my Netflix, there's a big ad for it that says yeah. uh, tomorrow. Um, so Eddie Murphy, illustrious career, right? And yeah. knows so many people and has come across uh, celebrities from like back in the day to now and has just made such an impact. And he's telling this story. And you're going to hear a couple of names you may not know or a movie you may not know. You may have to Google it. But okay. it leads to... Uh, an interaction he had at this person's house with Michael Jackson, who at the time, <laughs> when this happened, Eddie Murphy was still on SNL and he was one of his characters. He was impersonating yeah. Michael Jackson yeah. and he does the voice and everything. So I'm going to play this for you first because then they start talking about a time when Eddie Murphy gets invited to Michael Jackson's house okay. and talks about all the animals that Michael Jackson okay. has. But let me play this for you first. Is okay? it true that you watched Cocoon at Sammy Davis Jr.'s house with Sammy Davis? Yes, that is true. That's good. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. Sammy would have movie night on Tuesday night, and you would go there, and all the stars, like, you, you, I'd see, I saw uh, Stephen Edie Gourmet, wow. Lucille Ball, and, you know, Michael would be there. 
know. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Okay, I don't know. I thought Jordan for a second. Michael and Jackson. I was like, oh, no, maybe Michael Jackson would be there. He watched Cocoon there? Mm -hmm. He we was behind the door at first because it was too many people. There's <laughs> <laughs> too many people in the room. He was hiding behind the door. I said, Eddie, come on. And I went behind the door, and then we would stand behind the door, and I was like, what the f***? <laughs> <hell?" laughs> There's so many people in there. <laughs> It's just bang on. And then they get into talking about how Eddie has his friendship with Michael Jackson and, like, goes to the house and was asked whether or not Eddie Murphy met. Remember Michael Jackson's famous, the, the monkey he had? Bubbles. Bubbles the monkey? Yes. Did you ever get to meet Bubbles, the chimp? Yeah, you know I met Bubbles, but Bubbles... <laughs> <laughs> he had Bubbles and uh, Michael had, like, a big like a real zoo at his house and with really like with a big zoo with giraffes and i mean he had a he had a facility a thing that was so big that giraffes was walking around and like it was, it was huge and uh and uh bubbles had gotten too old bubble was in the cage like tripping like and mike was like don't go near the cage <laughs> And we had dinner, though. They brought the trainer, had the, brought the chimps in, and they were running around while we were eating dinner and running under the table. It was, it was surreal. So Bubbles... <laughs> Bubbles wasn't the only chimp. There were other chimps that didn't become yeah, he had famous other chimps. as Bubbles. Yeah. Like, it's just like, the way he paints a picture. Like, you're at Michael Jackson's house, and, like, the so animals are just, like, stories, dude. running around freely. So many people have those stories. Uh, but I am looking forward to this movie, You People, with Eddie Murphy. Uh, that drops on Netflix tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to give a shout out to a Roz and Mocha super fan. Who's that? Gabriel Barardo. Oh, is this the kid with the sunglasses? Mm -hmm. Nice. He's on, uh, I see him on, where do I see him on? Like Instagram, Instagram. and stuff like that? Yeah. He always makes these uh, songs. He's a good kid. And he includes Razamoka and Kiss in the songs. Mm -hmm. And he tags us on all the videos. Just know, Gabriel, we see them all. So, thank you. And he dropped a new one yesterday, and we got to play for you guys. New banger? Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Barardo. A.K.A. Hold on, let me see here. A.K.A. Yeah, he's G.B. The Weatherman. Because yeah. he also does weather reports, too. This is a, definitely a guy that has an A.K.A., you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> G.B. The Rapping Weatherman with oh. another kiss. 92.5 rap. Oh, it's 92.5. Yeah, yeah. It's 92.5. What could be next? They never fall off on like Mocha on his BMX. We bring it oh. to the highest point Damn. like DJ Clemex. The music at events. So intense, you don't chill next. But if you sit down with Roz, you got the books with facts. Because if you're feeling a little bit broken, we're going to make you read that. And make you feel so open and so dope like my head. They got the antidote, the music, and the studio set. We brought a Kill it again, wish and we ain't done yet. So get ready to sit in your car and witness stars, including me because what? I spit what? these bars. I know we're not far from your work yet, but in the meantime, let's get this. Yeah, yeah, 92.5, got it all you bet. They got the antidote, the music, and the studio set. 92.5, they got it all you bet. They got the antidote, the music, and the studio set. 92.5, got it all you bet. He's doing real good too, by the way. Got a hat on, sunglasses. All you bet. They got the antidote, the music, and the studio set. It's 92.5. Yeah, yeah, it's 92.5. Got a suit jacket. He's wearing a tie in the video. Oh, man, no, he does it up. He's got, right? the, like, yeah, he's got the gold chain dude. on. He's got lighting. Yeah, right? right? Oh, my God, Gabriel. Like, this guy shows us so Heat. much love. Uh, 
all the time in all of his videos. It's always nice to hear somebody who writes a song about the show that's not Caillou. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Oh, now you're just wishing. <laughs> Don't put that on. If any, now, now you're manifesting, as yeah, they say. Yeah, yeah. Caillou's going to come back with if you want to, You know what? People, nobody's written us a love song yet, though. We've had a lot of people write songs about this show, but has anybody done a love song? Like, has mm. anybody written... Has like anybody written us? Yeah, us? has anybody written us a slow jam mm -mm. or dedicated a slow jam to us? Wow. I think that that may Yo, be the assignment. Yo, you need to stop giving Caillou some ideas. No, I don't bro. want Caillou. I mean, anybody else, <laughs> anybody else, but it's if it's a snow day for you today and you're just sitting around at home wondering something to do. Yeah, write us some songs. I'd love to hear a slow jam. Okay. I, I really would. Like even something, you know, doesn't like have to, sexy. Like, yeah, it could, it could lean sexy or it can lean lovey. Okay, I don't know. We can either go like, yeah, it could be either. It could be both. But it can be either. But I'd love to hear a slow jam, like okay. something real good. Well, you know there is your assignment, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, big up to uh, Gabriel Berardo. Thank you very much for always tagging us in your videos. We do see them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you for all of your hard work on, on, on the gram. Um, keep it up, dude. We appreciate you, bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't mean to be coming into the convo hot, but oh, no. the group chat super lit with accusations of cheating today mm -hmm. when it comes to Shem and Wordle. What? Yeah. What, what I do now? Today's Wordle. If you haven't done today's Wordle yet. Yeah. I know some people start their day with it. Some people wait until midday. Uh, there are a select few people who wait until close to the end of the day mm -hmm. to do Wordle. Uh, today's was crazy. No spoilers. Accusation, like group, I can't, I had to put my phone on silent. It's crazy mm -hmm. the amount of people accusing Shem of cheating. Who's in the group chat, by the way? Uh, myself, you, David Moore, and Shem. Right. <laughs> I know. And there's a lot of people in the, in the group wow. chat. Bro, wow. so much. <laughs> wow. So, David Mori, uh, I got mine in six. Mm -hmm. David Mori in five. You, Roz, in six. Uh, Shem today. The king. In three. There we go. With no yellow. With zero yellow. Not one mistake. First well, line, he got break. the first, second, and last break. letter. Second line, first, second, last letter. <clears throat> and third line, his winning line, he got them all. Well, yeah. I guess I guess really well. Uh-huh. It happens quite a, quite quite frequently. Not really. Nah. I, I messed up the yeah. outlet. Listen, I'm not, say, I'm not saying I'm not one of these. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? it's not. I'm not. Hold on. I'm not throwing those accusations. Uh, let me see here. My first line, I got second and fifth letter. Yeah. Second line, I got second, third, and fifth. Third line, first, second, third, fifth. And it was that way for line three, four, and five mm -hmm. before I figured it out in line six. Yeah. Well, yeah. Guys, just do better next time. That's all. Well, that's not a, that's that's not a, somebody who somebody who's not cheating doesn't say that. What do you mean? Nah, that's that's. The, I mean, I just know what I'm are, doing. Those are the words of a cheater. No, I need. Those are the those are a hundred percent the words of a cheater. I kind of think Maury cheated though too. Oh, I know Maury cheated. Like, like don't even cheated. like that's every, not even a question. Yeah, cheat? Why would I you, get it in five? Yeah, you cheat because, because just you, like like looking at the pattern. Because if because if you got it in three, we would know you cheated, but you uh -huh. decided now, to okay. do it in five. So. I cheated yesterday, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares though, more. Like, here's the thing. Like, no, like when you send your wordle into the group chat, like I never go, oh, like it's just you did or you didn't. Like, nobody is proud of you for getting it in four or not getting it. Like it's <laughs> no, I'm not cheating like you're for only, you. I'm so cheating I'm for looking, myself. I'm looking at your yesterday, right, Maury? Yeah. At what point did you did you cheat? 
Oh. Like right from the very beginning, and I then you made it seem like no, you tried one, to figure it out? Once I got to like line four, then I went to Google and was like, you know, five-letter words that start with blah, blah, blah. You know, and <gasps> Why then, but you didn't even know the start, because I'm looking at your Wordle from yesterday. Oh, it's the middle ones. Um, five-letter word... Middle, like you can Google anything. Five letter word, middle letters. But why don't wow. you just Google the answer? You can, I don't think at that hour it's available yet. <laughs> because you had, so your first line was legit yesterday, right? Because uh, yeah, you always uh, start with the same penis. Yeah. yeah. So you got the, the, the letter N in yesterday's word, but it was in the wrong position. And then lines two and three, you had the correct order of letters. Yeah. Right? So you had three there. Yeah. Line four, you got second, third, fourth, and fifth letter correct. Then I cheated. So you were just missing one letter. You couldn't figure it out from... You You. You had. You were only missing the first letter of the word, and you had yeah. all four letters after that, and they were all correct. I knew. I just needed a little push. And then you cheated? Yes. Oh, you have no faith in yourself, huh? I've never met anyone who has less faith in themselves. That is the craziest thing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I understand you're completely stumped and you can't get it and it's going to ruin your day. And maybe then ahead, you go ahead and start Googling things. But who cheats at Wordle when they're only missing one letter yeah, in or Like, who cheats at the that very point? The first letter. That's like, all you're missing, man. Who cheats at that point? You can even hit the available letters. Like, without hitting enter, right? Yeah. Just to see if it makes sense. Yes. And sound it out in your head. Hey, but at least I'm admitting for the fact that I cheated yesterday. I can help you next time if you want more. <laughs> what, on how to cheat? <laughs> no, it's you too. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Will. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Good. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Um, what's going on? Why are you reaching out to us? So my life is kind of going through a big change next week, and I'm a little lost. And I just wanted your guys' advice. So you wrote us this, uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. Uh, my mom and I are moving to New Brunswick in just over two weeks. I'm feeling a little lost in life, and I'm not sure what to do with myself once my mom and I are out there. I guess some advice would be greatly appreciated about this new change in my life. How old are you? I'm 24. Mm, okay. Why are you moving? Why am I moving? Yeah. Um, I love my mom, and I don't want her to go out there alone. We don't know anybody out there. Um, and I've been living on my own for about three years now and like things are getting just mad expensive. Um, I'm living on my own, like single income. I have my cat. Um, and I'm just not like happy with my life right now. So I really need to change mm -hmm. and I just don't know like what to do with my life. What is your mom? Why is your mom moving out? Um, so she just really wants to kind of, she needs a fresh start too. Um, and she kind of wants to have a, a change of pace in life. Um, she's a first-time homeowner now. She doesn't have any mortgage anymore. and It's just like um, a new change of pace for us. We've always lived in Ontario, and we kind of want to um, do a new change, and sure. mainly for her to help her work on retirement a bit more. It'll be, be, be a bit easier for her out there. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not about to like let her move out there alone. Gotcha. So it's just you and your mom? Yeah, me and mom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no siblings? Um, I have an older brother, but he is too settled here and a bit too stubborn, so he won't. Oh, okay. You know that you could let your mom move out there alone. Yeah, 100%, okay. but like, I don't want her to. Okay, okay. but you but could. I, but I'm, you could. I'm the favorite child, so I gotta... I know, I know. Has but, she but, said but, to you, law. like, 
I'm good. Like, I can move out to New Brunswick, and you could stay here? Um, honestly, like, she didn't, like, I didn't want her to because, like, she can be a bit anxious about certain things. Like, um, like I'm just, I, I'm just too worried about her going out there alone, like, with the weather and stuff, and I want to be out there with her to help her. Because I already do help her now with stuff. You have to live your life too, though, right? You know that. No, hundred percent. It's not like okay. I'm there at her beckoning call or anything. No, I know, but you um, will. But you will be. Right now, you don't live. No, hundred percent. Right, right now, you don't live with her. Yeah. You know. So and when you guys move out to New Brunswick, you're moving in with your mom, or are you each getting? Oh a separate yeah, place? happily. Like I have no oh, problem okay, living with okay, her. Okay, yeah. Um, living with her, I have zero problem with. Um, just because right now I've just been paying like one thousand. $800 just to live and like things are just getting mad expensive and I'm just not happy with my job right now or like just how much I'm paying to live. I, I'm, so. I am all for new adventures. I mm -hmm. think that you can look yeah. at, I think that you can look at this a different way. I don't think that you need to look at this as this is now your life. I think that you need to frame this as this is just a new adventure and it's not forever. Oh, for sure. It's not forever. It's not permanent, but I think that the one thing that you have to just make sure that you are not putting yourself in a position to be is your mother's sort of chief, um, everything so you are taking care of her you're the one that's responsible for her sort of like emotional well-being the one's responsible for all the heavy lifting that needs to happen like you're, you don't want to go out there and become a caretaker at 24 right like, no 100 percent. and i've already done that like i work all the services for kids with special needs so i've already been the caretaker yeah um and I'm, this is, I agree. Like it's going to be a new adventure, a new start for me. But you have to live um, your life. Like you can't just go out there. I know you don't want your mom to move out there alone and you don't want her to be alone, all this stuff. But you like, you have to live your life. Like you have to go out there with a plan on how you are going to live your life. Yeah, no, you're right. You mm -hmm. have to go out there and you have to build boundaries with your mother that you, oh, that, that you have a plan for yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're going backwards, bro. True. Yeah. I've, I'm just too worried about, like, I don't really have much of a plan right now because I'm just too worried about getting us out there because we have three animals to take care of. Sure. Driving. And, I just don't want you um, to get to a point of where you're yeah. going to resent your mom. Oh, I, I don't. I agree. I exactly hear what, what you're saying. I don't think I could ever resent my mom. Well. But, like. But, like, I, I know exactly... Living for yeah. a bit after living on your own yeah. for a bit, you know? Yeah, no, like, It'll I know different. exactly what you guys mean. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, right now, the parent I'm resenting is dad, so she's good. All right, buddy. Okay. All, All right, right Will, you're going to be fine, man. Enjoy New Brunswick. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful out there. Yeah, we visited in... Um, October, Thanksgiving long weekend. I actually read Roz's book out there in, like, three days. Oh, oh wow. nice. That's um, amazing. Yeah, so it was great. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Will, for reaching out, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh -huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Uh, do you know who David Crosby is, Mocha? Mm, David Crosby. David Crosby. Actor? Uh, no, musician. Um, oh. he passed away at uh, 81, founding member mm -hmm. of, he's like a 60s guy, like the Birds, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Uh, Melissa Etheridge used him uh, for his sperm for her kids. 
If you might you remember that oh. story, I don't know yeah. if you I don't yeah. know if you do. No, but, no, no idea. Are yeah. they friends? Uh, yeah, they were great. Uh, they were great friends. Oh, okay. uh, David Crosby passed okay. away. Here's a little bit of David Crosby. Beautiful voice. You tell me if you recognize any of this. It's been a long Cut my hair. Wooden ships on the water, buried free. Nothing. See, yeah. no, no. When he sings with other people, he sounds better. Beautiful as a soloist, beautiful harmony. Yes, but as a solo artist, it's yeah. not really my thing. No, I didn't. I'm not, I didn't play this because I thought <laughs> it was your thing. Oh, okay. I'm just playing yeah, because he's a. Legend. He sounds. He sounds better when he's like with a group. All those '60s so, bands, man, with their harmonies. What was the um? What was the name? Would you say the this he, he the was birds, Stills Nash the birds yeah. and Cros- the Crosby Stills and Nash and Crosby Stills uh-huh. Nash and Young. So ne- when did they add Young? Oh, Neil Young joined, right? Oh, Neil Young. Yeah, okay. Neil Young. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Couldn't yeah, name you yeah, a song. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I know the name. Yeah. Totally fine. Totally fine. Uh, okay. Uh, passed away Thursday after a uh, long illness. Uh, his wife Jan Dance told uh, Variety said that uh, it is with great sadness after a long illness that our beloved David Crosby has passed away. She goes on to say he was lovingly surrounded by his wife and soulmate uh, Jan and son Django. Look at that. Mm. They got a kid named Django. Um, although he is no longer here with us, his humanity and kind soul will continue to guide and inspire us. So uh, RIP David Cross. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, big lawsuit. Huge lawsuit in the music world. Okay. Massive lawsuit in the music world. Oh, Taylor world. Swift again? No. Katy Perry. No, the Black Eyed Peas are suing uh, the pooping unicorns. So what? Yeah. Okay. So there's a (laughs) there's a toy called Poopsie Slime Surprise, and it's a line of toys which are unicorns who poop slime. So here is a little bit of my humps from Black Eyed Peas, which we all know. I'ma get 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 you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. So now here is the um, commercial that was used for the Poopsie Slime Surprise Pooping Unicorns. What you gonna do with all that poop? All that poop? Okay. So Okay, yeah. Direct ripoff. Okay, but is that ten million dollars worth of a direct ripoff? Because that's what the peas want. Yes. Yes. Because that my hump song was a huge, huge. huge listen, huge hit. that song was like number one for like weeks on weeks. Was used, uh, yes. you know, in all sorts of like commercials, yeah. and yeah. that song broke records. So yeah, there you I go. say a- give the peas. They're 10 mil. That is a $10 million lawsuit. And uh, Jennifer Coolidge joined TikTok. Here's uh, Jennifer's first ever uh, video. Hi. This is my first TikTok. And uh, I was trying to think of something cool to do. And I think um, I think I'm just going to do a poem that I, that I like. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still Jenny. Jenny. 
Jenny from the block. Somebody said that uh, okay. Jennifer Coolidge always sounds like she's trying to tell you a secret in a really loud bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, did you get Madonna tickets yesterday, Maury? No. And then they added a oh, second no. date. Dude, they did? Yeah. Sold out? The Monday. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I, I, went, fully today. I, I went just to see, right? Because I know Maury, mm. Maury was talking about it all morning, and, and, and I got home yesterday, and right at 10 o'clock, I just opened up my computer, and I went on Ticketmaster. And the first yeah. thing I found were two reasonably priced tickets that, like, I, they just disappeared instantly, right? But okay. then I started refreshing to see what was available. And this isn't, keep in mind, this is not, like, a reseller. This is Ticketmaster. This is not StubHub. This is not, you know, the, the bots got in and bought them all up and are now selling them for crazy prices. I went in looking for two tickets. There was nothing. Then I changed my um, preferences to single ticket. And I'm like, okay, okay, what is available for single ticket? Uh-huh. Floors, like center floors within, I think it was within the first 12 rows or something like that. The ticket master price was $5,500. Oh. Oh my goodness. What? The ticket master price was $5,500. And there's somebody out there who's going to buy that ticket. That is madness. I agree. $5,500 for a single ticket. We're trying again today. Are you? Well, the ticket's going to sell at 10. You have the, here's the problem. You have like all these pre-sales. Yeah. And by Mm -hmm. the time they fully go on sale, what's left? I know. I know. I mean, I think. So are you a part of the pre-sale group? We were. You're not. You were. Oh, you were. Well, because Matthew has an Amex, right? So that's where he tried most. Yeah. But I think since like us gays are huge fans, there needs to be like the gays pre-sale. Right. The only tickets left are going to be the ones that uh, they sell you to sit on your couch at home and watch it on your phone. (laughs) Right? Seriously, (laughs) seriously, seriously. Thousand bucks. Yeah, thousand bucks. Uh, New Mexico Mm. prosecutors said that they uh, have filed criminal charges against Alec Baldwin and the armorer on set of Rust following the fatal shooting of the film cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Uh, The DA said uh, she plans to give the the jury uh, two options for the charges. Listen to this. If convicted under the lesser charge, uh, Baldwin and the armor would face up to 18 months in prison and $5,000 in fines. Uh, the DA attorney said that uh, they will also ask the jurors to consider a harsher penalty, which carries a mandatory five years in prison because the alleged wow. crime involved a gun. They said, uh, quote, the evidence clearly shows a pattern of criminal disregard for safety on the set of Rust. In New Mexico, there is no room for film sets that don't take our state's commitment to gun safety and public safety seriously. And remember, Baldwin was one of the producers uh, on the film. A lot of Mm -hmm. legal experts saying that this is just a gross overcharge and that it could end in just absolute disaster for the prosecutors who are trying to make an example um, of Hollywood and sort of have them change their ways when it comes to mm. on-set safety and, and gun regs and, and, and everything else. And they're using Baldwin because he's a giant name to do it. But normally this would have been a sort of civil matter as opposed to a, uh, a criminal uh, jury trial. So that is happening, which is wild That's to think crazy. about. Yeah, Dakota Johnson. Oh, my God. I love Dakota Johnson. She is just so deadpan funny all the time. Um, I heard that name in forever. Oh, I know. Fifty Shades, right? Yeah. So she was at um, uh, the Sundance Film Festival, and she was 
um, introducing, God, what's that uh, director's name? I can't, it's a Luca uh, Guardagenino, um, who did Call Me By Your Name, the Army Hammer and um, Timothy Chalamet movie. Did you see that movie, mm-hmm. Mocha? You didn't see that nah. movie. Why would you watch that movie? I saw it. Yeah, and I know you did. Uh, it's gross. The whole movie. I didn't even know what's about. The whole movie's gross. Uh, but anyway, there's a, there's a there's a scene where the two of them are like making out with like a peach and stuff like this. Uh, but anyway, Army Hammer, as we know, his career was he has no more career because of the, all the DMs and everything, and wanting to be a cannibal and all this, mm-hmm. this horrible stuff that he was telling uh, women uh, on Instagram. But anyway, so he listen to Dakota Johnson's joke in a room full of like real uptight people. <laughs> It was here at Sundance in 2017 that audiences experienced a film that is uniquely characterized by Luca's iconic approach to storytelling, the vision and the style that is Call Me By Your Name. Sadly, I wasn't, I wasn't in that one. It was, it, it was unfortunate. Luca had asked me to play the role of the peach. Um, but our schedules conflicted. And thank God, though, because then I would have been another woman that Army Hammer had tried to eat. <laughs> Wait a minute, but the crowd's, crowd was into it, though. Yeah, I know, but uncomfortably. Right? Uncomfortably. Yeah, crowd was into it. Uh, I love Dakota Johnson, man. <laughs> she is so funny. Uh, Rita Ora is slamming, quote, the absurd rumors that she's in a thruple with Taika Watiki and Tessa Thompson. So what? this started in 2001 after a British GQ report after all three of them were photographed um, getting cozy together in Sydney, Australia. And Rita released this statement. Uh, I just chose not to acknowledge that because it's ridiculous. I think when some things are so absurd, it's hard to fathom any sense of it. So you just ignore it. I've taken that approach for a lot of things because you don't want to put energy towards something that's non-existent. It's like trying to explain something that didn't happen. Have you ever been in a situation Situation where you've had a lot of drinks and everyone's your best friend and then the next day you're like I was talking to this person in the smoking area for four hours and I've got no idea who they are literally that photo was just a bunch of friends having a good time Taika and Tessa had a crazy schedule and everyone was getting loose I love that to each their own so they're in a <laughs> like Shem clapping. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> Try to be as progressive as I can. Man. Right? I love it. Right? Beautiful. Yo, my shoulder wasn't busted up. I clap right now too, but it hurts. Uh, uh, Tom Brady uh, was asked by Jim Gray whether he has a timeline on whether he's going to announce uh, if he'll be back or retire. Here's Tom Brady. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do i've already done it okay i'm taking it a day at a time i sense you're antagonized by the question <laughs> you're scratching i appreciate your asking thank oh, you wow now nah, he ain't retiring anytime no, soon i don't know uh are people still interested in the spice girls as far as the tour goes oh my oh, god yeah. i think oh yeah you think yeah. so oh, yeah, nostalgia man for yeah. sure oh, i don't know i think the only world needs it if it ha- like I don't know. They've been asked so many times about it. Yeah. And I feel like the Spice Girls reunion rumor yeah. or chatter has been years and years and years. Yes. So like, if it happens, cool. I agree with you. Uh, so here is a Mel B. Scary Spice uh, on with Sherry. We. 
us five actually did get together a couple of months ago. All five of us. Okay. Did and you talk we about were reunion? like discussing because because COVID hit, everything kind of got put on the back burner. Everything was at a standstill. So now. We're talking about doing something together, and fingers crossed, it will be announced very soon. <gasps> very, very, very really? soon. So I'm really excited about that oh, okay. because I've got I've got three daughters. You've three um, girls. Yeah, 11, 11, 15, and twenty three. Yes. And my eleven year old and fifteen year old are like, oh, do people still know you? What? I'm like. Mummy's a Spice Girl. They're like, vintage Spice Girl. I'm oh, like, I'll take that. Damn. I will take that. Yo, when your kids call damn. you vintage? <sighs> Bro. You better stay home. <laughs> you know? God, the Razzie nominations are in. These are the uh, worst in film for the year. Always announced the day before Academy Award nominations. was happening later on today. Mm -hmm. uh, your worst picture, Blonde, Pinocchio, Good Morning. With uh, the, That's the uh, Machine Gun Kelly movie. Which Pinocchio? The Tom Hanks Pinocchio. The Tom I believe Hanks the Tom Hanks Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the King's Daughter and Morbius. Worst actor, Machine Gun Kelly. Pete Davidson oh. for Marmaduke. He was just a voice in that. Tom Hanks for Pinocchio. Jared Leto and Morbius and Sylvester Stallone and Samaritan. Worst actress. This is the controversial one. Ryan Kira Armstrong for Firestarter. She's like a kid. They nominated her for. Oh, I don't think that. No. The, I don't think they ever did kid actors before on the. I think that's disrespectful. That's, that's like a step too far, right? Yeah, big time. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park. Diane Keaton for uh, Mac and Rita. Uh, Kaya Scordalero, Scordalario, uh for The King's Daughter, and Alicia Silverstone for uh, the Requin. Whatever the hell that is. R e q u i n. I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, oh my God, that Good Morning movie with uh, what's that guy's name? I don't know, Maud's son or something like that, and then Machine Gun Kelly. It's called and what? Good Morning. Good Morning, but it's M O U R N I N G. Oh, okay. Um, it was. I had to watch this. This was one of the last things I did for ET Canada when I was there. Was oh. interviewing Machine Gun Kelly and that other guy for this movie. It was so dreadful. Like My son it, is dating Avril Lavigne. That's what it is. Yes. So dreadful. What was it about? I don't even know. Like a guy breaks up with his girlfriend, but he just lives in a house and it's like all his stoner friends. And then Megan Fox is in it as well. And then she shows up and it is the worst, like it's the worst movie I've seen in years. Like years. When years. you have to do an interview with someone. Yeah. And you have X amount of minutes. Right. And you're supposed to be there or that person is there to promote this movie. Sure. And you've watched the movie and it's terrible. Yes. And you have nothing good to say. How do you frame the questions that you're going to... For this, it was very easy because Megan yeah. Fox was in it. And at the time, they had just gotten engaged. Oh, right? So there was, a lot okay. that, there was a lot to talk about. Sure. And then there's just all sorts of smoking weed in it and like that, whatever. Oh, I mean, okay. there's, there's, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, a lot, yeah. but it was a, it was a terrible movie. Yeah. Uh, Pamela Anderson in her uh, new book and also the documentary, docu docuseries, not sure which one it is, on Netflix coming uh, later this week. Uh, one of the things she said is that um, in the 90s, when she was in her early 20s, she played Lisa the Tool Time Girl on Home Improvement, if you mm -hmm. remember, with uh, Tim Allen. She says that Tim Allen flashed her. She goes this, quote, I walked out of my dressing room and Tim was in, his in the hallway in his robe. He opened his robe and flashed me quickly, completely naked underneath. He said it was only fair because he had seen me naked. Now we're even, he said. I laughed uncomfortably. What? 
Um, Tim Allen's uh, rep says, no, it never happened. I would never do such a thing. And then she also says that at some point, Sylvester Stallone wanted to pay her to be his girlfriend. She said, he offered me a condo and a Porsche to be his number one girl. What? She goes on to say, he goes, that's the best offer you're going to get, honey. You're in Hollywood now. Sylvester Stallone said that? Um, And then Stallone's people have responded saying, uh, the statement from Pamela Anderson attributed to my client is false and fabricated. Mr. Stallone confirms that he never made any portion of that statement. I don't know. You believe in Pam on this or you believe in Tim Allen and Sylvester Stallone on this? Pam. A hundred percent. I believe what? Pamela Anderson. A hundred. I believe even, even on the Tim Allen one. Uh-huh. I believe him. Like, why would you make something like that up? Well, exactly. Right? I like, believe it. But the kind of life that she lives, we all know her story. Police. Right? There Absolutely. is no question in my mind that Tim Allen flashed that woman. No question. In 1991 or whenever that was? Yeah. Please. She had just done like her first Playboy cover? Please. Come on, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> can't be doing that, bro. No, you can't. Uh, Rebel Wilson has taken it on the chin from the LGBT community. So what? she was in Dubai at that big Beyonce concert for the opening of that hotel. Mm-hmm. And she was there with her girlfriend. And they were posting all these pictures from the hotel and on the balcony and at the show and everything else. Okay. And then fans started going in on her because of the very well-known um, anti-LGBT laws in oh. Dubai. Uh-huh. And so as the flooding of comments like, aren't you a member of the LGBTQ plus community? Somebody else wrote human rights, LGBTQ unfollowing now. Oh, the privilege. What about other LGBT people? Somebody else wrote, I had friends who were homosexual in Dubai. They had to get a two bedroom apartment just in case the authorities knocked on the door. And Rebel Wilson's response to this was to post more pictures. No, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's all. She didn't actually say anything. No, she didn't. But I guess it's part of her deal because she took money to go there right like they paid her and all these other Which celebrities and influencers better. it doesn't make things better oh. but wait um, to go to the, the the beyonce show to promote the hotel yes yeah she gotcha. was one of the celebrities that uh that, like in theory, that, that showed, she have said absolutely that showed up not. no i mean realistically i yeah i mean if you're gay why would you want to go and promote something in uh-huh. dubai that's just me i don't know did you anyone your life i have no idea go after any of the other celebrities um, Don't know. I didn't see anything. She, well, she's gay, right? So, uh-huh. so they went after her specifically because mm-hmm. it's a slap in the face. Is the way sure. a lot of the way a lot of people took it. Uh, but I saw a few comments about Beyonce just taking that amount of money thirty five million dollars or whatever oh, it was for one hour and set. for a one hour set that wasn't supposed to be filmed and like the whole thing was filmed and bas- and, and posted. Uh, yeah. It was a kind of crap set list though. But the set, like she went up in the air. Yeah, I know. But it was a, the set was for, she didn't play anything off of um, her the new, new album. The new album. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Um, and there wasn't they just a lot of the big hits. And I even still, but I don't even think she, there wasn't like they weren't, the set list was meh uh-huh. because she obviously had full control over the set list. And she's like, you're not getting, you know, she's like, you're going to get a couple covers and like one or two hits. Yeah. yeah right. I'm going to yeah. pad the rest. But still, pad the rest. And you're yeah. still paying me $35 million yeah. Dollars yeah. for one yeah. hour. Yeah. And it, was yeah. A, it was a huge looking show. What is L- I'm looking at it now. You're yeah. right. Like It was a week set list, right? For Beyonce? You got, so give for, me the rundown. For notable Beyonce hits, you yeah. got EXO, Halo, yeah. um, Crazy in Love and Drunk in Love. That's, That's it. Yeah. Not even single ladies? Nope. 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 
No, you get nothing. Oh, and Brown Skin Girl with her daughter, Blue Ivy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah she came out. But that's it. But that's it. And then say something. Give some of the other names to, to Mocha. Uh, all right. Like the um, lesser knowns. Let's see. Uh, Ave Maria. Well, sorry, Ave Maria. Yeah. The cover. Uh, Be Alive. Okay. Okay. Flaws and All. Yeah. Uh, other Side. Jeez. Yeah. Freedom. And people were vibing to that? Yeah, yeah. Like, she put together a real, like, real mediocre set list for that $35 million. Is the song bigger from her new album or no? No, she did nothing off her new album. Because it says live debut. Yeah, no, she did nothing off her new album. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, right? Wow. Yeah. Not even single Yeah, nope. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.